身の術Oh my god. Welcome everybody okay. to another episode. Yeah, so 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 back to what I was saying. Maru ain't shit. He that's, was just like That's true. That is true. Oh, oh are we are we Oh man. Are we oh, man. Are we oh man. Oh man. Oh shit. Oh. Oh, 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 oh damn. Wait, let me oh, got oh, you. Let me close my So so you're fired. Websites. So you're fired. I'm fired. Um, I quit like the third episode, bro. <laughs> like what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even work here no more. I'm just more support. Uh <laughs> What's up guys? Uh Back here, another episode of the filler. Every Thursday, as always, at 7 p.m. or around 7 p.m. You know, sometimes we're waiting for Nagi to finish taking a shower. But I digress. Um, we have I some. Like horseshit. I'm sorry. That is that's confirmed facts. Uh, we have some cool guests here. Have some cool guests, some returning guests, and we have a new, uh, a first timer. Super excited. Rocket Bear is here. So um, yeah, today we're going to be discussing uh, Twitch. Affiliates, partners, um, the journey uh, these amazing people have uh, been through, uh, and answer any questions that um, that you guys have and have asked already on on Twitter uh, to try to better develop your content uh, and your journey while you uh, stream and and do stuff either you know on Twitch, Facebook, wherever it is you stream. Um, but yeah, my name is Maru. Uh, I've been taking a little bit of uh, a break from streaming here, but. Uh, course couldn't stop the uh the filler had to do this um super excited for this episode but i just want to introduce my co-host here spider-man miles morales <laughs> the whole point of you knowing is so that you don't say shit that's literally what i told you when so i much told for the you you're, you're, you're literally wearing a, a spider-man shirt this is pierce this is not I'm, bro check the spike you suck Entirely. <laughs> on your shirt, bud. Like it's literally, it's lit. What? <laughs> you know what? But Doctor Strange doesn't have a secret identity. Just, just walking around with a no, fucking medallion. And yeah. shut up, I don't want to talk to you. I gotta call my. Wait, Maru, Maru totally could cosplay Doctor Strange. We know. We Absolutely. told him already. He just has yet to do it. That's one of his. One of his. Fuck. No, we're not gonna do that. Uh, you're gonna have you to ask tomorrow it. it though. Sorry. Oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> He just went for the jugular. The dude is ready. You want this back then? Oh, damn. Oh, okay, we got the Avengers. Here. I'm, wearing it the whole, <laughs> I'm wearing it the whole episode now. I hope you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like this. He's got the pinky out and everything. Were you drinking tea or something? Like, I'm like dude, searching chill, for something nerdy here. I'm like, where's something nerdy? Do I have something nerdy in this album? You're nerdy. You are all, that's all we need. We appreciate you. There it's we go. True. I Perfect. am nerd. We love bro fish. I'm like ready to go get the lightsaber. Like there I love the fifth of cuff sticks that she did. <laughs> I love that. That was amazing. Um, everybody <laughs> knows it's your boy Naru. I called myself Naru. That's Naru? gonna be a meme Are you now. Trying to like <laughs> do a fusion of us. I want to. Can, can, can we get you guys doing the fusion That's little the fusion dance? Naru. <laughs> God, I hate it here. It's your boy Nagi. Y'all already know the vibes. Um. Here with some amazing guests, most of them are reoccurring, but as you all see very well, we got the the thickums of the thickums. My guy here, Rocket Bear. Rocket Bear, introduce yourself to everybody. Let everybody know what's going on, who you are, what your channel is about, and if you have anything to talk about. Sure, sure. Thank you, man. Well, thank you so much, guys, for the warm welcome. I'm excited to be here and very honored that you asked me to be a part of the filler. It's super cool. Uh, love what you're doing here. I'm Rocket Bear. Uh, you can catch me playing a heckin' lot of Destiny. It's my favorite game to play. 
Uh, I enjoy playing other games, Fall Guys, uh, Destiny, a lot of Destiny. Uh, you can catch me live Mondays through Fridays, usually 8 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I'm kind of just all over the place right now with how I'm feeling about the game, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, having a lot of fun building relationships in the Twitch community. Um, that's basically who I am and what I do. What I want to talk about? Probably something to do with this group of people going forward into the game I may have just mentioned. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, next, we have a returning favorite. Someone that holds a very, very, very special place in my heart, as well as a special place in my head, because there's an exit and an entry wound <laughs> there. But that's a whole conversation that we're going to talk about. I don't want to discuss it because I still have nightmares. Anyway, Brofish, <laughs> please introduce yourself. Don't talk about what happened. Just let it die. Please please let everybody know what you're about. Let everybody know what you got planned. Um, yeah, tell everybody who you well, are. Well, firstly, in the words of House Greyjoy, what is dead may never die. Mm. Um Second of all, uh, my name is Brofish. Uh, I've been streaming now for four and a half years. I streamed on Twitch for two years, then Mixer for two and a half years, and now I'm back on Twitch. Uh, recently, Twitch partner. Um, I stream a lot of variety. Uh, I've been streaming a lot of Destiny, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I've been trying to get into Fall Guys as well. Um, but I enjoy like a wide variety of games. Um, I'm I'm really excited for Avengers coming out next Friday, which is super exciting. So like just. Anything that has loot and a grind, I'm all about it. So, um, but I did get my start in the Destiny community, and it's very much home for me. And uh, yeah, awesome, awesome. Next we have my guy, the only man that has ever made me want to go bald, and I say that being called Mars Chestnut all of my life. I have no idea why. Don't ask me. That's personal. I don't see it. But um, I. Pre I don't understand why he has that in his chat. It's so people annoying. Like, people like it. <laughs> you do it slow. That's why it but I'm an old man. I can't move my joints like that anymore, bro. My knees pop when I Throw walk. Throw something out if you dab. Like... It's anyway. Ugh. My... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cough up a lung. Uh, my guy, I always get it. I get... As long as we've been friends, I get your name wrong every time. There's no wrong. That's the beauty of it. Near, nearest, 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 whatever you want, man. The, the entire point of why I made my name the way I did is uh -huh. because the old name that I used to have, my DJ name, people fuck that up all the time. All the time. That. They could never that. get it right. And, That's and why I, I, made, I needed to come up with a name that was just, it didn't matter. There was no was correct pronunciation. That's fire. So, That's why That's why it was really hard to sell Nagatsune because everyone was just like, <laughs> what? Like, uh, right. But yeah, no, go I'm ahead. Let everybody know who you are. Everybody know what you're about. I am uh, I'm nearest the Destiny infographic guy. I'm sure you've seen my work uh, probably in Discord somewhere, on Twitter somewhere, Instagram, anywhere. Uh, been making infographics for Destiny. Shit, it'll be three years uh, in October now. Uh, I haven't missed a week. So uh, yeah, you can catch me streaming a variety of video games and talking about anime movies any of my favorite pop culture shit over at uh twitch.tv slash nearest n-i-r-i-s nice 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 so sorry about that i had to respond to a text and last but not least i'm just let you swallow that <laughs> you got it you got i'm this. good i'm good all right yeah. fantastic last but not least we got my guy uh, the man that I personally came up with in the game, most people don't know that. Me and Kareem were definitely, um, we first met each other when we were non-partners and we grinded 
as much as we can. He got it before I did, which is well-deserved. Um, and he's relatively new in the Destiny community, came in headfirst after two god-awful years of me telling him to play the game. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like, oh, let me give it a shot. And then he plays it one day, and it's literally been a part of his roster every single day since he's played it. And I'm just looking at him like I told you. You know what I'm saying? But my guy, Kareem Cheese, you already know the vibes. Please, please, Kareem, let them know what you're about. Let them know what you do. Let them know if you have anything planned that you can release. Because I know you, you're secretive and you like holding things to yourself. Yes. Um, my name is Kareem Cheese. If you guys um, never watched me before, I started on Mixer for His haircut two years. is so nice. Thank what? What? My haircut? Your haircut is nice. I need a haircut. Oh, thank you, you so much. You I appreciate Mario, you. All four. Nearest is boss. I can't say nothing about him, but all four of you have gorgeous hair. Thank you so I'm much. Sorry, I stop, stop, you. No, I appreciate you, man. Hey, I've been waiting for somebody to compliment me on my hair a long time. Thank you There's so much. Me, I just chucked it on the top of my head and called it a day. I wish <laughs> and everybody knows I've only got one piece of hair that goes right in front of my head. Yeah, you don't actually <laughs> have hair. It it's attached to the beanie. Anytime yeah. I get a haircut, I look like little Bill, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> I'm done. Shut up. But uh, <laughs> Moving forward, uh, I've been creating content on Mixer for two years. Uh, transferred over to Twitch. Uh, been here for a couple months now. It's been amazing. Um, I recently just got sponsored by Logitech, so that was huge for me. Um, I recently just um, let out Samurai Jack with Adult Swim. And uh, I'm just excited to figure out uh, where the streaming journey is going to take me moving forward. And I'm just happy to be here. So I uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Awesome. 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 Uh, last but not least, we got me. I'm take it away, Marl. There you I am. I'm not talking about myself no more. I'm tired of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to thank everybody here uh, for coming up to the show. Um, and yeah, just basically want to have a discussion talking about um, the affiliate and partner status and what your thoughts are behind it, uh, pros and cons for uh, either one, and kind of like your journey um of how you got to be where you're at now through the affiliate and then the partner so um rocket bear i know did you initially start out on mixer or were you on twitch first so the beginning of my journey was on twitch uh prior to even beams creation i was streaming on twitch for a little bit we had a pretty good community going um it was under a different handle too not the one i currently have so good luck with that uh it was a interesting time for me because I started out with Destiny. Uh, we played a little bit of Metal Gear. Um, just I was all over the place. Couldn't figure out what I wanted to do in terms of streaming, but it came together for me. Stuck with Destiny, and yeah, the journey from Mixer to Twitch has been very, very interesting. Um, the Twitch community, specifically the Destiny community, has been intensely supportive. Uh, it's been fun, uh, but very interesting, and and. Neat to see how things work differently from one broadcasting service to the next. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I know you were, you had partner status on Mixer. When you came over to Twitch, did you get it uh, instantly or was it something that you had to wait for after a little bit? I had to wait. Um, I did not get it as a part of the uh, transition. transition. Yeah. Uh, I So I was a partner on Mixer for right or close to five years. They looped in the Beam partnership with that. So if you count both, it was Beam and then Mixer combined five-ish years. Uh, and then during the transition, um, obviously there was the whole Facebook stuff, partnership over there if you want it. 
didn't interest me directly. I was more concerned about where I'd find my place over here and if I could achieve partnership. I applied like everybody else did. And I know Rofish was almost in the exact same situation I was yep. in that we were not a part of that initial wave of thumbs up. And then before the partnership arrived, there was a giant wave of thumbs down, like not this time. Yeah. So uh, that's when I was like, oh, oh, oh. And I wasn't sure it was going to happen. And then just a couple days later, it did happen, thankfully. But it was very interesting. It was a little yeah, stressful we were, at we first. we were within like three days of each other. We were pretty close to each other. Yeah, I remember that. Pretty quick. I was really excited. I was really happy about it. Because I remember we were doing raids and I was freaking out and you were like, you're fine. And then the next day I got it and then it was, you know. Yep. It's just really odd how it all played out, but it played out. What do you um what do you guys think about the difference between I guess it's more specifically for Brofish and Rocket Bear, the difference between Twitch partner and, and Mixer partner? Because you know I there mean, was there was a whole stigma where Mixer partners were getting Twitch partners and, and people were upset about the whole fact of like they did weren't hitting certain requirements that a Twitch affiliate needs to hit. Um, so there was a whole debacle about that, and you know people are I mean, upset about. I don't think there were any mixer partners that got <clears throat> Twitch partner that weren't hitting affiliate requirements because the affiliate requirements are three concurrent viewers. No, I'm sorry. I mean, for so the like, affiliates need to hit to uh, become like, to apply yeah. for partner, so that's 75 right. concurrent viewers and yeah. And, stuff and I like mean, that. I can't speak for everybody, obviously, because RB and I we we literally streamed for 12 days and we met the requirements naturally on our own. Like we streamed. And met the requirements like i went through the traditional application process i went through stream the 12 days stream the 20 hours a week stream or uh, have the 75 average viewers and i think you know i didn't realize this until later and, and maybe rb knows this as well in hindsight um so there was only one api website where people could pull from their mixer stats and mixers and it was called mixer stats and it was directly linked to mixers api um, and it was one run by a former Mixer partner. Um, that website ceased to exist the moment that Mixer went offline on the 22nd of July of this year. Mm -hmm. um, and the mass denials came through a week later. That means that by, like, and the reason why I think you saw, like, 300 Mixer partners get denied was because a lot of them applied with their existing Mixer stats. But by the time that those applications were processing, by the time that those applications were getting looked at, Mixer's API and Mixer Stats API had ceased to exist. So there were no Mixer Stats to pull from when those when that mass wave of denials happened because there was nothing to look at in terms of established audience. Those stats were not able to be pulled anymore. And so then what happened was they had to go off of these uh, all of those partners Twitch stats only. And I think that's why you saw a lot of a lot of people getting denied. Um I know that there were some people that were partnered right away. I know there were some who got denied right away. At the end of the day, like I was I was so worried about myself at the end of the day and worried about making my content and worried about meeting my own goals, so I didn't spend a lot of time. You know, I was I was consoling my friends when they got denied, but I wasn't sitting here going, "Oh my god, this person and this person and this person" cuz like it's not an effective use of my time. But looking back, and seeing that that website had been pulled down and knowing, well, they couldn't have accessed the stats anyway. So I, I, I guess it, it sounds harsh, but a website can't offer people partnership status based on metrics, which no longer exist. And, and they can't, 
in a sense, partner people in good faith based on metrics they don't know. Right. <clears throat> and and it, it sucks. And it sucks for a lot of my friends because I wanted a lot of my friends who came over to get partnered and to see as many people as like as many people get denied as did and ha to have RB and I, as far as I know, be two of the few that ended up actually getting a yes was it's kind of hard. But, you know, everybody was really supportive. And thankfully, there wasn't any negativity around my partnership or as far as I know, around RB's partnership either. So, yeah, it was wholly positive. Um, you know, the, the question being like partners coming over and not reaching that affiliate to partner status in terms of viewership. It's a very interesting one. A lot of people forget that in the years prior, there were a lot of Twitch partners that came over that got Mixer partnership in the exact same way for even less stats. Right. And the, the not the irony, but the interesting nature of the transition back and forth was to me a little revealing in that there are still individuals who care more about where you're streaming rather than who you are. Right. So th it, those people, individuals looking at the moving in the back and forth i imagine they thought it was completely unfair but they didn't consider that oh well this person had you know let's just say sixty thousand followers and they averaged 180 people every single stream on mixer but they come over here and they can't even get tw get 25 people in their stream and they have like 75 follows why is this person getting partnership they don't understand it because they don't care. And a lot of people didn't even know Mixer was a thing. Believe it or not, even to this day, even afterwards, all that's happened, there are people who still show up in my chat and say, what's Mixer? Yeah. So it doesn't boggle me too much, but it's very interesting. Um, the transition between those two places for the individuals that came from Mixer to Twitch, I hope has been a good one. I, I think wholly it's been a learning experience both for the positive and the negative the positive being that yeah people did get partnership negative being well people who probably should have gotten partnership couldn't because their metrics vanished overnight oh. and right. it's unfortunate it yeah and and yeah. that was a, a a gut punch to a lot of people obviously when... right and they there were some that absolutely had the metrics but when those mm -hmm. metrics disappear you can't say well twitch how come you didn't partner me based on my existing stats well your existing stats don't exist anymore so right. if you apply based on established audience or existing metrics and those metrics no longer exist, then you don't have existing metrics. And it's right. sad the way that it happened with Mixer because honestly, there are other websites. Had Mixer had other external API websites, like Twitch has a bunch where you can track them. Yeah. But when a website fails, like when a website ceases to exist, everything around its API ceases to exist and there's nowhere to track those numbers. And it's just unfortunate that I think a lot of people had their stats basically ripped out from under them right. and it vanished. I never really thought about it like that because when, when I, cause we all, everyone applied. We all applied. Partner. We all applied. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and when I got denied, my headspace wasn't even, I didn't care. Like my, my point in my whole point of reaching partnership was a personal thing. It was right. never really about like my, this dream that I had or this dream that I had obsessed over in my early years of streaming was simply just to do something because I wanted to do it and streaming and becoming a partner streamer in the streaming industry was like the pinnacle of achievement. So I found the biggest goal ever in a industry or in an environment. And my mind was to achieve that one thing. I don't ever have to hit partner ever again. I can die happy because I've been a partner streamer. Mm -hmm. So my my hands are up in the air, like I'm okay, I'm chilling, right? 
But thinking about it the way that, that you put it, I never thought about it like that because I applied the same way that everybody else did. Right, through established audience. Because I applied different. Because I applied through 75 average viewers. Like right, I applied along with RB through the actual Twitch. Like So there's right. two applications. For those of you who don't know, there's two applications when you go to apply for Twitch partnership. There is, do you have an established audience? And you can check yes and bypass the requirements. If you click no, it says, mm -hmm. you don't meet the requirements. Please come back and apply when you do. And it physically will not let you apply until you have 75 average viewers. For anyone right. that's only from Twitch, it physically will not let you apply until you have exactly the metrics on the dashboard that are outlined for it. Right. So you can bypass this by having an established audience, but it doesn't guarantee you partnership. And um, again, it goes off the fact of, are there demonstrable facts and demonstrable evidence to show that you have an audience? And unfortunately, right. like I said, the evidence for all of these Mixer partners vanished on Ju July 22nd when Mixer stats went down and when Mixer went down. And all of the mass denials started coming through on like June 20 or July 26th, July 28th, 29th, 30th, August 1st. That was when the big lump happened. So it makes me wonder if people, it makes me wonder if people like the applications, because Twitch applications do take a long time. So it makes right. me wonder if they did get to them right after the website was gone. And unfortunately it was just too late so because they, they didn't know. There's right. no way Twitch staff could know this is a website. When this website goes down, the API is going to disappear too. Like there's maybe they didn't know. Yeah, so did the API, just out of my own curiosity, did the API just disappeared and it there was no way for anybody to completely disappear their, their no. metrics at all? They even, yeah, completely gone. So the they, website they stopped flipped working. flipped the switch. Yeah, they, they basically Essentially, it the, the deal was everything right. Mixer-related gets pointed to Facebook at that time, the right. fb.gg, including anything that was used to... Gauge your and metrics. I, if you, and if you go like on Arsenal GG, right you can grab stuff there, yeah. but it all yeah. got right, cut right. right off. So even if you had documented it on your own, there's still no way to back it up. Now, no, I did document it, but yeah. I couldn't turn it in with the application because there's no way to add it in there's there no so I could talk about it. Oh, yeah. So all it, oh all, like, even if you could download your numbers or even if you could get those, there's no way that someone couldn't prove that you hadn't Photoshopped them. There's right. no way that That's, someone could prove yeah. you hadn't modified There's them. There's nowhere else to verify the information. Um, but if you go on MixerStats.com, it literally is blank. It's like, this doesn't exist. So literally any tools that were there for tracking Mixer, I think even Arsenal, because when, Mix, when, when Mixer went down, therefore Arsenal's API has nothing to pull from either. So it vanished. Well, you it couldn't even log in because it used yeah, your Mixer to log in. Log in. There's no Mixer. Yeah. You can't log in. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Mm -hmm. And and so everything that was used to track stats is just gone. So you can't, unfortunately, the established audience works when the website is still there. But when the website's no longer there, then that's it. unfortunately, there's nothing that Twitch can do about that. Now, I'm, I'm curious to hear from Kareem, who, Kareem, you're not a partner streamer, but you're doing so many things right now. And you've had so many amazing opportunities. Do you think really... Other than, you know, obviously the personal gratification of hitting partner and just hitting that milestone. Do you think that's really something that's even important right now for you? Or is it just doing what you got to do to make your content, make your community? Like, what's your thoughts behind it? Um, well, honestly, uh, becoming partner 
uh, is kind of on the back burner right now for me because I'm hitting all of these goals that you guys are seeing that I'm tweeting about and I'm sharing with you guys because in a kind of sense, I want you to know that I, I've done the work on Mixer and now um, transferring to Twitch has been great and I've had a whole bunch of support and I've had a whole a lot of help and I haven't I'm, I haven't done this by myself, which I've talked to Nagi about. I haven't done any of this shit by myself. I've had help. So um, it's on the back burner because I believe that I don't need to be partnered to be um, collaborating with all these companies and all these opportunities that I'm doing because I know I provide quality. I know I provide um, happiness, community engagement, and I know I can hit all the factors that you need. I just don't hit the number factor, but don't be afraid because that company can help you do that. Right. You can, you can offer the company um, a lot more sometimes than what the company can offer you. And if they see that they could pick you up and you never know. So just don't give up and don't be ashamed. If you don't hit partner, just keep going. Um, and I honestly needed that slap in the face, uh, from the email telling me I didn't get partnered. I, n I never tweeted about it. I never shared it because I wanted to take it all in. I wanted to like, you know, it's not going to come easy. And that's exactly what I needed to hear because now I'm back to my 200% pushing streaming nine hours a day in the gym, you know, eating healthy, I'm trying to get my life in order to be a better me moving forward. And um, it's just been a great, a great experience so far. And that's all I can uh, say is thank you. Thank you guys. And uh, I'm happy for all the opportunities I'm getting. And I think that, you know, being a partner on Twitch also opens other doors, but at the same time, you can open them yourself. Yeah. Neris, what about what about you? What do you think about the requirements to even apply for partnership? Because even though you hit those requirements, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get partner. There's a lot of, right. you know, behind the scenes stuff. But what do you think? Right. I know you're a numbers driven guy, so. Uh, I am, but I, I try not to be so much anymore. I, mean, I only am in a sense of like where it comes to what I do for a living, like UX, UI, like that, that those are metrics that you can accurately and and precisely make data decision data driven decisions by um these are i hate to call them this but they're vanity numbers um that's what they are and and i think someone who has exhibited that more than anything and, and is amazed like you, you, i think he tweeted a quote yesterday i can't remember exactly what it is so i might be paraphrasing here but he's like who needs partner when you got the people and it's like you, you don't the numbers don't necessarily dictate your own community, your effect on them, who you're impacting, anything like that. Um, it's what Twitch has said is a requirement. It's a it's a it's a line that you have to go above in order for them to even consider. Uh, like you just mentioned, Mark, it's not guaranteed. Um, the same thing that we're finding out with Discord now, in in, the, in their relaunch of Discord partnership. Uh, the, these companies, they set up all of these numbers as baselines. They, that's what you need to be considered. And they don't use the word considered because who knows why, but you know, uh, that's, but that's what it is. You, you have to attain these sets of numbers in order to be considered for partnership. Once you apply for that, it's not guaranteed. It's not, you know, anything. So, um, for me it's just it's never been about the number it was for affiliate way way you know like four or five years ago when i tried to hit that but um but since like uh, you know i've changed my mindset with with partnership um uh, and and i'm going towards that like kareem just said is is like 
just keep doing what you're doing, stick to your goals, stick to your gut. And just because you don't have the numbers to back it up, um, and my case is also very, very different. And, and I would actually, I, I would love to discuss that type of a thing at length is because my numbers are actually extremely high in every other aspect of everything except Twitch. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's a matter of that. It's, it's like, how do you, uh, how do you measure your own success? And then uh, how do you move forward from that with the confidence to know that you are able to, uh, you know, just keep doing what you're doing and not <clears> let <throat> the numbers get in your head? Basically. I think that uh, I think that has a, a lot to um, I think that has a lot to do with literally everything that all of you have just expressed because you have uh, you have Kareem who has an inspirational point of view, you have uh, Nearest who has a more strategic um and curious point of view and then you have rocket and, and and brofish who literally have analytical evidence to show why things are the way that they are which again i had no idea so it's like even though i applied and got denied my response was like eh. i mean it didn't really affect me like that because i was really more focused on my own emotional characteristics as a as a streamer let alone um and to, it's to the point where i don't even consider myself a streamer i consider myself like and an internet personality because even though I'm not cracking mm -hmm. 100, 200 viewers on, on, on Twitch, just like, just like nearest, I literally put out a tweet today that was very much opinionated that's sitting at over a thousand likes and a ton of retweets and so on and so forth. I have a tweet that was noticed not only by Xbox, but by Twitch themselves. That was literally a reaction of me responding to fable, which is leaning me towards more into the, the, the community of, creating content that's not live. So pre-recorded, pre-scripted, edited, so on and so forth. That's really putting me into that, into that headspace. Um, so in regards to asking yourself, like, where do you measure your own success? It has a lot, in my opinion, it has a lot to do with your own perception of what you can achieve at that point and how you can surpass that, that accomplishment. Because we all know, like, with the streaming community and with the with the area of what it is now emperor scared the shit out of me with that <laughs> i was creepy as shit but um in the with the way that uh with the way that the streaming space is now none of us are really like content with what we're doing now we're still trying to find out where this is going to go how we can bypass it, what we can achieve, what newer heights can we reach? Um, because I don't think that any of us are really just in the headspace to where we just want to hit high numbers, stream, have that be our eight hour job, log off and then go to bed. Like we obviously want to impact people. We want to experience things. We want to share opportunities and experiences with people. We want to have these major experiences. Like there are things that we all want to, to indulge in and share with people that can then inspire them or bring them happiness or bring them laughter or give them new ideas. The hell was that? Exactly. Flying exactly. past my camera just now. What the hell was that? That's a, that's oh, a, dude, that I saw that too. That was you got you got you got ghosts in there. What's going on? That's a, that, my vacuum. I got I got a vacuum from my brother who wears a red hat. I gotta find that's that. That's the uh, the mixer API ghost. Oh God, no! Yeah. Please don't. But but I totally get what you're saying. Like it's, it's not. Dead, and, and and I agree with you. Like I. Right. 
Like for me, my community's never been about, oh we oh my god, we have to hit these metrics. Oh my god, we have to hit this sub count. Oh my god, we have to hit this thing. It's right. always just been people playing video games, having a good time together and being dorks. Like that is my community and that's what it's always been about. For me, mm -hmm. like I would have been fine if I'd gotten denied for partnership. I just figured applying first try, you know, like I got denied once on Twitch. I got denied once when I was on Mixer. So I'm one denial, one partnership, one denial, one partnership on both websites. Um, for me, like, and this, this sounds weird, but like I would have been fine as an affiliate. Like I was doing fine monetarily as an affiliate before I moved to Mixer. Like I wasn't full time. But there are affiliates that are full-time all over Twitch. Like, mm -hmm. partnership doesn't necessarily equate to long-term success. I know affiliates that are full-time, and I know partners who can barely make full-time. I think it's not so much about, you know, the check mark or anything as it is about the actual effort that you're putting into it. Like, I tell people all the time, partnership is like a job interview. Partnership is Twitch saying, okay, we like what you're doing. Now show us you can do more. You know, yeah. show us, show us you can keep going. That's a really um, good and, and, you know, I'll, there's a lot of benefits, of course. Like, one of the things I wanted, like, was more emotes. Like, as opposed to five emotes, I now have 37 with my tiered ones. So, like, that's a huge thing for my community, for us to be able to, for yeah. us to be able to express ourselves as a community to have those emotes. Like, that's great. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have this misconception that you start off making more money as soon as you get partnered. You don't. I can tell you. I can tell you that the tier one sub split is exactly the same. I heard something about, and I could be wrong. It's a three or six months that you have to hit a certain amount of viewers, uh, and I then don't you can know, negotiate. I don't know the exact. It's not viewers. It's it's related to your natural subs that aren't gifted. Yeah. From what I've heard, and this may be incorrect, is five hundred <laughs> natural non-gifted subs for three months before you can renegotiate. Got it. But like. I, I, the only thing that I've noticed from, from my end when I got the f switch flipped, um, was that my tier two and tier threes are higher. My tier ones have stayed exactly the same. Um, and yeah, so there's like, people have a misconception that they think everything just suddenly takes off. Yes, right. partner does have more benefits. There are squad streaming, um, there's transcoding, so you get, uh, better ingest servers and things like that and you have a check mark but realistically i think that if you're a talented enough content creator and you're good enough at what you do you can do all of that as an affiliate because at the end of the day your content is going to speak for itself and you have people like kareem here getting sponsorships that i know that partners don't even have and he's not letting that hold him back and at the end of the day it's because he's hustling his butt off you know a lot of people think a lot of people think that they get partnered and it's like okay i can take a break now the last thing I thought when I got partnered was I can take a break. The first thing I thought was, okay, I'm partnered. Now I just got to keep going. But right. I see a lot of people that are kind of on the come up where they're like, damn, I just want to hit 75 average viewers so I can get partnered and then that's it. And I'm like, okay, so what's your plan? What's your plan after you get partnered? And they're like, I don't know. I just want to get partnered. I'm like, that's not enough. And I, I that, need, oh need my plan. God. That acts, I, so many, so many people um that because there, there are people who who come to me about people have been coming to me about content creation for years right. from when me and mara were doing um 
when me and Mar were doing a little like radio, we were hitting relatively large numbers because most of our numbers were on Instagram. You can literally go now and our Instagram channel is what? 20, 22, 25? 26,000. 26,000. We hit 26K building a Instagram page from literally nothing by collaborating with people that we're on the team with, now, that I'm literally on a team with now, which is a full circle. But the reason why I say that is because people have been reaching out to me about content creation holistically for years. And they have always asked me the same exact thing. Like, how do I reach this? How do I reach this? How do I reach this? And I would always initially ask that exact same question that you literally just said, Brofish, which is, what what's your goal like yeah. what, there's there's a person there's a person now who i don't interact with and the reasons why i don't interact with is because they would have the same worries that i had but people don't know and i only say this when the conversation arises but there are only certain people who knew what my stream set because i used to stream in a in a corner when i was living in new york i had a small corner i shared a room with my fiance at the time and we i was I was uh, like, it, I, I took up one large portion of the room, um, which is a 100% like I fully appreciative of the, the family that I was living with because they would always support that. They would always make sure that I had the space, time and opportunity to do so. Even they would even respect me enough to where when I was streaming, they would try their very best to be quiet, but it's really hard to do that when you got two rowdy ass little brothers who are just more crazy. Oh, absolutely. But uh, it was really a situation to where it was like, I... I would always ask the exact. Did he just manifest that? Truly, he just Doctor Strange said he opened up the portal and everything. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it, delicious. It was, it was really, it was really a situation to where I would always be asked that question, and my response would always be, "Well, what are you trying to do?" And they would never have a response. They would either never have a response or they would never have an indication. And to talk about the person that I'm no longer in contact with, he had the same exact worries that I had. He was always worrying about his numbers, just like I was. He was always questioning whether or not he should be doing it, just like I was. But then I would tell him, like, okay, if you're worried about this, 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 and this, what are you doing in response to it? Oh, well, I'm worried about these numbers. I'm worried about this is and the third. My head is not in the right space. I'm not going to stream for a month. Okay, well, if you're not going to stream for a month, you're taking care of your mental health, then I understand that. But also understand that you're not streaming for a month when you don't even have a large community at that is going to do major impact to what it is that you've accomplished thus far. So right, if and if you're so break, obsessed with numbers, like you're right. so obsessed with numbers, then you burn yourself out, take a break for a month, then you've basically killed any progress you've made. Right. Then you come exactly. back to look at your numbers again, and then you're even more upset about it. Like, right, because now you can't like, retain, it's a cycle, because you can't retain what you just recently very, lost. It is. And it's, it's such a, it's such an incredibly thing. Yeah. It's an incredibly, um, and, and it's, the reasons why it's such a, uh, not a sensitive topic, but such a serious topic for me is because I was that person who stressed holistically about numbers. I was the person who would legitimately stream to me, myself, my laptop, my phone, and my girlfriend, and they would be the five people in my channel. And I would sit there and I would watch it and I would be so distraught. I will never forget there was a day where I was so bothered by streaming and my lack of progress and growth that I remember coming home from work and literally like laying in, in one linear, I planked on my bed and laid there for four hours. My girlfriend came home. She couldn't talk to me. She couldn't say anything to me. Like that's how obsessed I was over numbers. She literally, I remember her being so bothered by it because she felt like she couldn't do anything. She couldn't help me. And it, the reasons why that's such a serious topic for me is because I was someone who obsessed over numbers, but I shit you not. Where am I, what you saw, you can literally go back to all of my 
all of my like old Instagram clips because they you could see the the camera positioning. What you saw from the camera was my chair where I was sitting. On my left, you saw like posters, Spider-Man posters, Marvel posters, Marvel comics. I had a couple of things that that Cobb drew me for a birthday present that he and and, and Boma had had came to to like surprise me with with this like extra large ass last word replica. Is it was gorgeous, but it like that's what you saw from the camera's point of view. What you didn't see was that behind the camera, I had my two monitors, I had my it wasn't even a desk, it was just where my shit was. But on the wall, from literally where the monitor was to the ceiling, was lined up papers. Empress is in chat. You can ask her. She can detest that there were papers from my monitor to the ceiling, across the entire wall, down to the floor of just notes, ideas, concepts, plans, literally everything that I could, anything that came to my mind, I would wake up thinking of an idea and immediately write it on the wall and spend hours not not falling back to sleep because I was obsessing over it. But it's like, I spent so much time on plans to have conversations with people who wanted to reach the same goals that I had and they didn't do shit. They wasn't doing nothing. And I'm sorry to say it like that, but it's like, what? It, come on, man. You're trying to- You, you, you want to surround just, yourself with like-minded individuals. It's rough. It's really rough. It's really rough. A lot of a lot of people think that they can just kind of hit the go live button and then you know it's she all gonna works. come to them and they they want to hit they want to hit partner and that's the end goal for them but that's that shouldn't be the end goal and anybody yeah, who has needs that to be the beginning it yeah. should be yeah. the beginning of something I keep telling people like you see a lot of streamers they're like I just want to hit that seventy five I just want to get that check mark and that's the end goal I'm like but that can't be the end goal because partnership should be the beginning of your if you're serious about making this your career, if you're serious about doing this for a living, partnership is the job interview that basically allows you to keep doing it. And it's when the hard work actually starts. And that's not to say that like you've been working your ass off up to this point, but like now you gotta now you gotta take it even further and decide, okay, so now I have this endorsement from Twitch because that is essentially what it is. Like you can be full time as an affiliate, you can be full time without it. But partnership is an endorsement. It sometimes, and we've seen with Kareem that this isn't the case, that you don't need the check mark to get sponsorship. You don't need it. But let's be honest, there's a lot of companies that look at you because differently. You there, there's a lot of companies that look at you differently simply because of the check mark in front of your name. And I would even argue just because of video. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. That's been so. I mean, like, what, what do you mean, Eris? Well, the when I expand on that, I mean, just, just me yeah. personally. No, I mean, just oh. vi video content on video. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, <clears throat> not to like sidetrack, but like, no, that's of something no, I've had to deal with incredibly. Like, I, I, I will not get the same opportunities because my content doesn't exist on video. Right. It's not a, it's not in the same that's sense it. as like yeah. somebody like me who I'm, sits I on do, camera all day. Yeah. Yep. Right. I do insane numbers on my website, Instagram and Twitter. Congrats I, on that, by the way. I forget. What was the number you hit? Uh, we were at 11, four on Twitter, 14, that's four on Insta. And I do like 50,000 uniques a month on my website. On the website. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's insane. That, that, that leads me, that leads me to, um, to this question because one that narrative is ridiculous right 
but right. to detest to to what to what Brofish said because she, she's 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 really hitting a lot of different points that are a lot of different perceptions. Um, there was a <clears throat> there was a uh, there was a specific situation that had occurred, and it's I'm not gonna put any names out there, but there was a mixer partner who was one of the top leading content creators on the platform, who is now not only are they not a Twitch partner, but they are making a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of what they were making on, on Mixer. And this person had made the statement of saying that you are not grinding until after you hit partner. Now, the reasons why I I made that statement and my question to you is this, well, obviously my question is how do you guys individually feel about that? And the reasons why I say that is because of one, what Brofish said, while acknowledging that there is grind prior to the partnership, but more grind comes after. And on top of that, acknowledging that you don't necessarily need to hit partner to be successful because here you have two streamers who are affiliates, whereas one just hit a major, uh, a major sponsorship that even some partners don't have. And you have another who signed to an established esports organization due to strictly, due to strictly the resume of what has what has been in the past my success because i'm someone whose success is not about numbers my success is due to how much i've put in and how long i've been in it because i'm not over here cracking beautiful numbers like all of you guys on the channel but i've been here for you well and i mean <laughs> even even in the grand spectrum of twitch like i may be a partner but mm -hmm. my numbers are still thousands below the top partners on twitch like i right. still have a long way to go and it's worth noting, like, a lot of people experience, like, even my numbers, because I've been playing a lot of different games, like, my numbers when I play Destiny are still great, but my numbers, my numbers that I have now playing other games aren't, they wouldn't, I've had, I had the someone, other day we were playing Apex, right? I had someone come into my chat, like, a week after I got partnered, I was streaming Ghost of Tsushima, or, or I think I was streaming Horizon Zero Dawn, and I had just started my stream, there were 20 people in chat, and while I was streaming Horizon, I was somewhere around like 60 to 80, which if it drops below that, then it's not. People think you have to maintain the 75 constantly to be partnered too. So I had someone and they maintained that they weren't being rude. They came in and they were like, how did you get partnered with such low numbers? And I'm like, that right there is your problem because you think that somebody's worth as a partner on Twitch is only valued by their numbers. And I will agree that Twitch to some extent does perpetuate this of like, hey, you have to hit this average number. I love but, how everybody's response is like, the fuck, who the fuck was that? <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that this whole expectation of, oh, you don't have 75 average viewers as a partner on one day because you're having one bad day, you shouldn't be partnered anymore. It's like, what, you gonna yank somebody's partnership because they have a bad day? Like every single streamer in the entire industry has a day where their numbers drop. It happens, whether it's, you know, so I just, I I think that even it's it's permeated so much to the culture of even viewers where it's this focus on viewership. Um, and to be fair, I kind of called them out. I'm like, well, you know, my average when I applied for partnership was 200. So, you know, I don't I, I don't think I have to justify myself. But you know, numbers drop when you change your main game. It happens, as as RB just said in chat. Like, no, your numbers drop when you change your main game like i have great numbers when i play destiny but 
like I've been exploring a lot of variety because right now I don't necessarily care what my average viewership is because I care about building a community based on playing games that I like. But there have been a number of people that have come in because my numbers are lower when I play variety that have been like, so how did you get partnered? Oh, you want to, you want to those partners that just got it handed to them? I'm like, no, I applied like everybody else had these numbers and they're like, oh, wow, no need to get so defensive. Like I wasn't, I'm like, well, you were. Like, yeah, just, just they always test you, were, you and then say, you know, oh, you don't have to be oh, mad. I had that yeah. and a lot of them are looking to elicit reaction yeah. too. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with answering and being like, these were my numbers when I applied. My numbers are not the same. That's that how content creation works. That we were playing Apex last week, and I was averaging like 40 playing Apex, but it didn't bother no. me. I was having a great time. That Damn. happened to me uh, like two days ago. Not to derail it, because it's still, it's still a part of the, the topic of someone like Ooh. coming in and talking shit, but... I was I was playing Destiny, and I've got, you guys already know I'm a, I'm a Crucible guy, so I'm playing Destiny. I'm playing the Crucible. And this yeah. guy comes in and he's like, does it has not followed the channel, does not know who I am. Immediately comes in and asks, "Are your shots off today?" Like a fucking infomercial, and I was so pissed off about. It. Like I, was, I I read it, and instead of me responding to it, I was streaming with um with Haste. Got a lot of people who know me know know Greater Haste. I play with him a lot, so we're playing with each other. And I actually I said, "Hey Haste." Uh, Quick question. He's like, yeah, bro, what's up? Because <laughs> he, was, he wasn't in my chat. He wasn't in my chat. I said, how would you feel if somebody, like, comes into your channel and says, um, like, asks you if your shots are off today? He was like, are they irregular? That was the first question he asked. He's like, are, are they, they irregular? irregular? And I'm like, nah, random person, never follows, never interacted, just met him. He says, oh, fuck him. Like, he goes on this, like, 30-minute rant and digs into this guy. And after he was finished, I was like, that's that's about sums it up. And the guy that said something responded with, bro, what do you mean? Like, why would you, bro, relax. It's not that serious. I'm like, well, oh, I yeah. mean. So, so with even more to that, so I have people and this happens. I'm probably the only, well, maybe, maybe I'm not the only person in this room that gets that. But I'll get the people that come in. And I had a guy come in. He was like, hey, guardian. How would you like to come on a date with me to the Dreaming City? And was like super slick about it. And I was like, I Nope. I was like, and my response was, <laughs> oh. like, I have some fun stories for you. My my response was, Oh, the Dreaming City? That sounds nice. I should get my husband who's a hunter and then I'm a warlock and then we can go on a date together. And he was like, Oh, rip. And he like made a big deal about it. And I'm like, dude, what did you think was going to happen? Like Twitch is in a dating site. He was like, oh, calm down, girl. It's just a joke. I'm like, it's always a joke when you get rejected. People, I love how when Brofish like makes a comeback, she like shifts herself. Mm -hmm. I love that because it's like, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, like it, it's, <laughs> people, it. they, yeah, they always, they always are like, oh, girl, chill. Like it wasn't that serious. I'm like, that's do you wise. always just do you always just half-ass proposition people? Because that doesn't make it feel special. I, I that's why I am the way that I am when it comes down to that. Because I, I mean, I don't experience that. I don't have nobody coming into my channel wishing to take me to the Dreaming City. I don't, I don't know what that feels like. But I'm pretty sure that if that was to happen, I'd probably throw up in my mouth a little bit because I hate I PvE. Had, the one that made me throw up in my mouth was I told somebody I was married. And I, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Zod throw up in his mouth a little bit in chat. Um, was I told him? I told him I was married, and he's like, "That's okay. I like a challenge." What the fuck? Oh, 
burn it, burn it with fire. Uh, <laughs> and I, and I, was, I was literally like, Woo. <laughs> these, these people are out there. They, yeah, they drive places. Yeah, burn and I, I literally, I literally got up out of my chair and I think I went and poured a glass of wine and then banned him and then moved on. Oh my god. How how do you guys I feel like about <laughs> the discussion where um, people are talking about how when certain people hit the partnership status, they kind of feel entitled? What's your thoughts on that, Rocket Bear? If you wanna, if you wanna capture this one. So entitlement as as what? Like saying they deserve codes, they deserve certain recognition, they deserve front page yeah, time. Pretty much that. That sort of stuff. Yeah, that they, they, they it kind of puts them ab above everyone else. Oh, the people who email, um, email companies and go, hey, I'm a Twitch partner. Can I have a code? Hey, I'm a Twitch partner. Can I have this thing? Like that kind of people? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I I would I would say that it exists. I mean, it obviously exists. I'd say don't be that person. Um, yeah. I don't think it's great. I, I really don't. I don't think it's a good look. I don't think it's a great way to carry yourself in any facet of life. Entitlement is a huge problem in the world today in many different areas. Areas of which I'm very passionate about, as is, I know, uh, you guys. I won't get into that in this episode, but there's a lot of entitlement out there, and it mm -hmm. ruins everything. Absolutely. When you think you deserve something just because of the nature of who you are in your own head, not necessarily who you actually are, you are bringing all sorts of other issues into the area, and everyone in that area is going to have to deal with your garbage just because mm -hmm. you feel that entitlement and you feel the need to, to flex that entitlement. That's a problem. I don't think it's great. Now, when it comes to Twitch partnership, I think it's a little less serious just because of the nature of what we do here on Twitch. We have fun. We create content. We make a living or we just do it for funsies, whatever. But entitlement is still an issue. Maybe not in the same vein as what I was alluding to, but it's still a bad look. It's still potentially very toxic and for the most part, not helpful to anybody, not even the person who's feeling the entitlement. I don't like it. I try not to act that way. I go out of my way to help educate people and tell them that this is not good. And if you expect to get things just because of a check mark beside your name, you're going to be real disappointed real fast. Yeah. You need to get out there and work for it. You need to show your worth. You need to show your value. Give tangible results. Don't just show up with a badge and say, hey, gimme, because then it can yeah. work. And that, like, I feel like, I don't know if you feel this way, RB, but I feel like I've overcompensated for that. To the point where, like, I have this weird, like, imposter syndrome, and we talk about this a lot in this industry, where I'm so hard on myself, and my mods literally give me shit for this all the time, is I am so hard on myself because of seeing other people be entitled that I don't think that I deserve anything, and I'm so shocked when opportunities come my way mm -hmm. because I'm so, because I've conditioned myself so, to be so opposite of those people, like, I don't think I deserve anything. I don't think I'm anybody important. I don't think that, like, well, you're taking I'm owed what they anything. they're trying to get out of their entitlement and putting it right. on yourself. Right. Also, be careful because you're 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 wounding yourself yeah. with and their I weapons. Yeah, and yeah. it sucks don't, because like I'm don't do worried that to yourself. about the whole like confidence. Like the it's the fine line between having confidence and being overconfident, and you're allowed to have confidence in yourself as a broadcaster and i've definitely been working on that where i feel like mm -hmm. i am worth something i am worth this but you know still have that far like that that line of i'm still really grateful for this i worked hard for this but i'm also really grateful for this 
Yes. You don't need to carry their baggage. You don't need to assume their pain. You are you and you work on you and you are worth something that is not dependent on anyone else around you. You're yeah. a strong individual on your own. And that goes for everybody who's listening, not necessarily only you. You are an individual and what someone else's existence is can have no bearing on you as an, an individual. Don't take in what they have and put it on yourself. Know your worth. Get out there, make it work for you. Be grateful for the things that come your way, of course. Don't flex that entitlement. And instead, go out of your way to help others and lift mm -hmm. them up. I think yeah. that's a better way to go about it. Because the moment you start taking the pain that they're putting off on you, and you start having that imposter syndrome and saying, I don't deserve all this stuff, you will start missing out on things. And I'm not just talking about game opportunities, keys and codes and such. I'm talking about genuine happiness i'm talking about experiences in your life that are going to be removed from you because you're absorbing that damage that's not even yours right right so yeah. that entitlement is incredibly bad and when you're flexing that kind of stuff just know that there are people out there who are going through that imposter syndrome who may be wounding themselves because you have decided that it's more important that everyone knows that you deserve everything in that room just right. by being there, right? So let's stop that. So I, feel like the, I feel like the equivalent, I don't mean to cut you off. I feel like the equivalent of entitled people are people who spoil Marvel movies. Oh, yes. They're like, I know something you don't. I have what right. you don't. Like you're Therefore. that person. Like you are the yeah. equivalent of someone who spoils Marvel movies, who what? spoils Star Wars. Oh. Somebody spoil, like, somebody who, tried to spoil like, Star Wars on me. Or who like leak or spoil anything. They're like, I know something you don't. I know something you don't. Like, like, do your damn self. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't So Kareem, I want to hear from you coming over as a mixer partner and, and being on Twitch. How have you seen like a big difference between mixer partners and, and Twitch partners or what's your what's your um, take on it? Yeah. So the difference between uh, my mixer partners, I, I'm still a lot of friends with a lot of mixer partners and um, I've had a lot of uh, falling out with a lot of mixer partners because of my honesty and moving forward with um, situations that obviously I'm not going to bring up right now, but um, a lot of the Twitch partners have been uh, great to me and um, awesome, supportive in my channel. Uh, coming back, being avid part of my community. Um, I don't know if it's because they they see good in me or um, they know that I'm trying to be serious, but uh, it's been a very um, great transition, a great switch in. Um, moving forward on Twitch, I would like to tell everybody like if somebody's not coming to your channel or not subbing to your channel people have jobs people have lives they need to pay for their livelihood and they can't sub to 45 million people don't be mad at them yeah okay 100 and then and just for pe people showing up in every other streams don't expect a full-time content creator to show up to your stream because they're creating content at the exact same time or when they're not creating content they're living their life you when full-time streamers show up to my stream i'm like yeah. thank you for like when even if a full-time content creator like say if rb shows up to my stream if he shows up for five minutes i'm happy because he's got shit to do like yep. full-time content creators have so much going on like i try to make it to as many of my friends streams as i can and i lurk generally when i'm like getting ready in the morning or in bed or 
you know, if I'm lurking, chances are it's because I'm done for the day. I've done nothing. But like, if I do pop into chats, I can usually only do it for five to 10 minutes because I have my own stuff that's going on. So whenever a full-time content creator comes into my stream, I'm like, thank you for taking time out of your day. Like, Time yeah, is a time work. is a commodity that you can never I'll, get back. So yeah, and I'll, and I'll wake up for work at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, leave me alone. So like yeah, and and <laughs> like the to thing to be the thing the thing people have to remember is like it's not about how much, it's about whether or not people try to take the time to do stuff. Like you can't quantify, you can't quantify someone's support for you. At the end of the day, like I have friends that I am still best like best friends with like. I may not get to Nagi's stream all the time. Nagi may not get to my stream all the time. But we know that we want each other to succeed. We know that we support right. each other. We know that we got each other's back. And I think that if you have genuine friendships in streaming, the amount of time that that person spends in your stream isn't indicative of how much they appreciate you as a person. Because I get friends that can't come to my stream ever, but they check in on me in DMs. Support goes beyond just showing up in your stream. It I goes, think a lot of people It's, it's about liking your tweets. Shocking about... concept, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. A lot of people it's amazing that, that like you can support someone beyond just being in their oh, stream. Who like, thought? I get friends that are, the most I talk to them is like a couple DMs here and there, and they like my tweets. But I'm so grateful that they still like my boring ass tweets all the time. Like, and that has, that's 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 those that's are the a, real friends. That's a matter of of <clears throat> perception, and I think that, and I, I understand that perception is a relatively sensitive topic. But I also think that a lot of people's perception. Y'all know me. Y'all know me. Rocket. I, it's hard. It, me and Rocket. It's hard for me and Rocket to ever collab with anything because Rocket is super nice. He's super respectful, and, yeah. I, and I just unfortunately <laughs> say fuck a lot. So that's just you know what I'm saying. Like I can't. I have to censor so much when I stream with him. Like tomorrow when I, we play Fall Guys, I am so sorry. I am so so sorry. Oh, I'm gonna make it's, you cuss. It's, oh, are I'm you gonna make you cuss? <laughs> and it's it's. it's the, so, the and is, I feel so bad every time. Wait till I have my Go XLR. I'll just bleep myself out. Yeah. It's great. It's great. But um, I think I think when it comes down to perception of support or perception of people who are there for you and people who are genuinely there for you i i i and I, i'm learning this about i'm learning this myself right about myself in terms of who's really there for me who's not really there for me people that i want around me people that i don't want around me i'm acknowledging that there is a very 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 obvious line it's not it's not a thin line it's not a thin line it's it's not black it's it's it is black or white actually it's not blurred it's not hard to see if someone doesn't show up to your channel, that don't mean that you don't have the right to, to, to be mad at them for X, Y, and Z. I don't care if any of you show up to my channel or not. You know why? Because you, we're all, one, we're all streamers. Two, anybody who doesn't show up to my channel who's not a streamer has lives. I don't expect a single person to show up to my channel. I have no expectations for any type of acknowledgement, any type of growth, any type of subscriptions, any type of financial support, no donos, no nothing. I have no, when I go live, I go live because I want to be live. If someone hops into my channel, I want to talk to that person. But at the end of the day, I'm gaming. I just wanted to be on film. If somebody shows up, I'm interacting with that person like that person is sitting right next to me. It's that simple. It's that realistic. I'm not expecting any type of support under any circumstances for any reason whatsoever for no matter how. There's no duration. There's no time. There's. I'm literally, it, if you fart in, my, in the direction of my channel, I'm blessed. Like, that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? I saw a tweet the other day from a friend of mine who was like, you know who the real goats are? 
the real goats sometimes and this isn't this is obviously a very blanket example but like you can tell who's there for you as a content creator and not just for all of your like streams or whatever is the people mm -hmm. who also like your sponsored tweets because the sponsored tweets, everybody who does sponsored work on this oh, thing knows. Oh, they perform every the time, worst. Every the time that you tweet worst. something that's sponsored, engagement just goes in the toilet. And the people who constantly are there for your, because a lot of people see sponsorship or opportunities as selling out or as things that are like, oh, you're just plugging. You're being such a shill. Oh my God, this isn't really you. God forbid you make people, a wise business decision. Yeah, and the people, Imagine. the people who support you genuinely doing things for your career. Like I have the same people who constantly are like, "Oh, you got early access to this game. That's amazing. You got, you know, this thing for advance. That's amazing." Like I don't think people realize how much like just even liking just even liking a sponsored tweet helps you because we as streamers dread making we dread doing hashtag ad. We dread doing these things that we have to do legally. I legally have to put hashtag ad in any tweet where it's sponsored, but I inherently dread it because I'm like, this is going to, sometimes people unfollow me just because I do like a thing for an obligation that I have, but I may want to play this game early and I'm really excited about playing this game early. And I had back in like, I think it was like March for Final Fantasy, I had a tweet that I was doing stuff early and I had to put like hashtags and at Square Enix and all of these things. And the number of people that like people would unfollow immediately after that tweet was posted. I'm like, you have a problem with this. This is this is the part of my content you that you have a problem with. You, you, you have a problem with me succeeding. Listen, and there are people out there that they their mind is so locked into if I see this, yeah. this person is instantly a sellout. Don't right. sweat it. They and weren't like, doing you any favors yeah. anyways. Yeah, exactly. But I, but the I, goats are the people who constantly push for you to get more opportunities and continue to cheer you on when you get those opportunities. Focus on those people. And I Not do. the ones that unfollow you for that garbage. Absolutely. Nearest, you want to say something? I've never, I, no, I just, I've never seen those specifically, but like I, when I was preaching about how much I loved Freshly and how much it has saved my life recently because I hate cooking food and everything, like... I started tweeting about it and I had so many people like, yo, hashtag ad. And I'm just like, no, I just <laughs> like it. Like, like, what? I know it's crazy. People think that if you're a content creator or any kind of person in this business, if you're overly pushing something, it's because you're shilling for it. Like, God forbid I'm I don't, I don't shill advanced like GG because I want to shill it. I shill it because I genuinely drink it every day and it helps right. me stream. I don't, it's, and like, I've never been the kind of content creator that fluffs up anything or blows smoke up anybody's ass. If I tweet that I like something, it's because I freaking like it. Here's my advice. Here's my advice. Get ready. Because this doesn't, this doesn't happen often when I when 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 I give when Nagi gives advice, it's very rare. Yeah. Um advice with Nogi. Advice, advice with Nogi. Here's my advice. If you are not we're not talking about the uh the people who represent, you know movie spoilers we're not talking about those dickheads not the entitled assholes um if you like something if you are being paid to do something if you are promoting something that you use i've had these headphones for four years these same exact headphones literally the inside is the exact same shape of my head that's how long i've had these right i have not i don't i don't I don't promote Astro. I'm not sponsored with Astro, but I love Astro. I literally will not use any other headset. This is, the, I can sell this headset to the T. 
But my advice is this. If you like something or if you're paid to do something as a content creator where financial support comes specifically how you get it, and especially if you have morals, it might come a bit more scarce because you respect how you're earning your money. Somebody has a problem with that. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What is, was they doing? I need to have a jingle. Like I need to have a jingle. Like unless they're paying your bills, man. They ain't paying my bills. If you ain't paying me, if you ain't paying me, listen, I ain't gonna finish that sentence. But if you ain't, I had someone attack my husband and his. He streamed on his personal channel for the first time in in four months, and had somebody attack him basically for taking because my husband now is is contracted to work with 2k he's a producer director on a bunch of their shows and he has a contract now where he is paid like monthly like he gets paid a consistent amount so he's not like any other full-time streamer where he's making this every month as we know um and someone was basically like oh my god you're this 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 you never say anything bad you've changed as a person blah 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 it's like First of all, he hasn't changed for shit. He's still the same person on Twitter. He's still the same guy I married. Mm. Secondly, you're mad we aren't starving anymore? Like, basically, <laughs> like, and he had to full on, I... like, go out to that person and be like, look, I know that you liked me better when I was a full-time streamer on my own channel, but I was barely making enough to survive. So if you're unhappy now that I'm not starving, that is a you problem. And I'm glad that he stood up for himself because honestly, like... That's way more than a you problem. Why are you upset that I'm able to eat? Why are you bothered that I'm able to pay a bill? Why are you mad that I'm able to, to exist? I can, I can exist. So you know that I'm trying fuck? to... You know that I'm trying to immigrate to the United States. You know that I'm trying to live with my husband permanently, right? While I, what I don't understand family, why people do that. Family, he couldn't afford to sponsor me. He didn't make the minimum requirements to sponsor a relative to come live with him. So now this person is mad because my husband is finally able to actually facilitate us living together. And so like, it, like we, we literally would have been separated forever at that rate. If, if, if he had kept doing full-time streaming on his channel, we literally would never be able to live together. We're still going through the paperwork of trying to live together. Yeah, so I'm like- married. So like whoever, whoever's against whatever it is that you are trying to do to be with your man, yeah. fuck them. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Fuck them. If they want to fight, if anybody come at you, if they want to fight, I, yeah. I've had I got a lot of pent up anger. Tell them my wife. <laughs> like he's ready to throw down. United I States don't care about my income because I'm Canadian, so they don't. It's really care hard about to be a community manager. <laughs> yeah, they don't care about what I. So I have it's to really be time. The responsibility is entirely on my husband to sponsor me, and so like. He took on this burden of, I'm going to take on this extra work. He was prepared. He used to work at Starbucks. He was prepared to be a shift supervisor so he could afford to sponsor me. But 2K came with this opportunity and it's something he believed in. And so he said, I believe in this. This is great. And it'll help me sponsor my wife. And we won't be starving anymore. Great. And to see people come after him that have been following him for six years was, like, I was just glad he stood up for himself. Because like I said, I don't get what the fascination with streaming and a starving art, the starving artist fantasy is. Because when you make money, you're not the real ones anymore. Now you're right. you're now you're in the different category, right? Come when you're struggling, you're one of the you real change. ones. Come come in, come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah right you're on. one of the old, real ones old, when you're like, ramen like, six days come, a week. Like. Coming coming from a person who used to yeah, yeah, I ever saw those 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 restaurants 
I don't know if this, New York does this. I don't know if any other place does this. I don't know if you ever saw those restaurants that would have like plates of food out to advertise what they had. Sure, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. seen that before? Yeah. I was a guy that would walk past those restaurants and steal the plate. Take it. Like, I, would, I would take <laughs> the plate. I would take the plate. I wouldn't take the wine because the wine was always fake. But I would take the plate and the sandwiches was always hard and cold. <laughs> and it was, it was never, none of it was ever freshly cooked. And I'm pretty sure that there was a lot of other shit that was just touching that sandwich. I really don't know how I survived. That's, that's, nasty. that's, that's, that's disgusting. But um, also, that that's disgusting. But so is eating wings half-assed. Listen, so, that's yep. not, that's not oh, please video. clean your wings. Can <laughs> we start that's talking about that? Can we change that. the entire... clean his wings, bro. Maru oh. clean his wings. Listen, this... And he likes Mountain Top. This, this wait, is, hold uh, on, hold on. This isn't Mar- an intervention. Mar- wait, 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 Maro. That picture you tweeted wasn't a joke today? Nope. No, bro. That's, oh, f- no. oh listen. Hey. No, that, that was he real. Like, he supports Mountain Top. Why do you think I tweeted what I tweeted? Bro, I don't, I don't like, like I don't like cartilage, with... man. I don't like cartilage. Wait, what do you want to your wings? He eats the mid. You, you, you know the flats? He eats the middle and leaves the rest. Wait, huh? what, do you, what do you mean, though? I just like, like, you leave the top and you can eat on the wings. I don't leave my wings fully. I just leave the fat nubs at the top ends. That's what I leave. I don't eat that. That's what I leave. I don't eat the cartilage. That's all I do is leave the too. I don't eat the cartilage. Don't be okay. mad because I don't eat the cartilage. That's 50, 50% of the people here. 50% of the people here are the same. My grandma for literally eating it and starting to eat the bone marrow. Like, all right. No, I don't go. like the bone marrow. I'm sorry. You I don't know. You and the meat are, are disgusted. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I don't like the cartilage. I like the chicken. I like the skin, all that stuff. But when it gets to the, the crunchy part, mm, mm. y'all, y'all should just order some nuggets then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, please, just get some boneless nuggets. I'm being judged. I'm being judged. Kids table over here. We'll put a little puddle of ketchup in your box for you. Yeah, dip them. Be fine. Get you a, a small little stool. We'll get you a baby dip. Mara, I'll be a kid with you. I'll be a kid. We'll sit at the kid table. Boneless wings or chicken nuggets? Chicken nuggies, chicken tendies. That's exactly what y'all deserve. Y'all can't eat wings. I legit put a poll out and... Chicken nuggets are deep fried and like, it's not the same. It it isn't the same, but... So no, y'all, don't des- y'all don't deserve the elegance of wings. So you know what, Rocket? Once, once all of this COVID shit is done, Rocket means you're going to have goodness. Found in some wait, 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 wait. Can we not come? No. Yeah. What do you mean? Why? No. Because I'm not going to. Because I, 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 I will pay for all of the wings. I'm not going to sit here and watch my money go to waste because I can't finish y'all shit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So what if. The- no. We go to Buffalo. Wings. I'm gonna order my own wings. Pay for my you own. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna pay for my own shit. I'm still coming. Y'all ain't like gonna stop me from coming. You're gonna pay thirty dollars and eat fifteen. That's exactly where it's going. That's that's fine. I'm gonna eat fifteen dollars worth of wings. That's fine. Sure. Wow. Yeah, and then I'll just I'll just spend a long time. That make me sick. My husband is a carburetor. You 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 whatever you leave behind, he will eat. <laughs> yeah, let's see. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. But that's horrible. Why would you leave? No, no, no. <laughs> Anybody watching, We uh, this is actually a sponsored Buffalo Wild Wings uh, podcast episode. Hashtag uh, Hashtag, hashtag ag- clean your wings. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag not sponsored, but very willing. Um, hashtag make those wings with a little more chicken on the Buffalo Wild Wings, okay? Well, more would chicken. Then, how would you know if you don't fucking What do you mean? Shit? What do you mean? What do you mean? How would you know like I haven't ate at Buffalo Wild Wings before? You, you going to say I haven't ate at? Nah, man. 
you you have I've, never, I've never been hey, to Buffalo oh, Wild Wings. I can't wait to go. Hey, we're going to go out to eat at the yeah, pond, and I'm not going to clean my wings. You don't have that shit. Don't worry about it. Doggy's going to be sitting on the other side of that table, and Kareem's going to be over there just nibbling wings real gently. You ever see the Squidward when he bites the Krabby Patty? Just like that, motherfucker. Just like that. I'm not gonna win a suit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave it, and I'm gonna leave you with the bill. I've never had Taco <laughs> Bell. Like we don't have shit here. Taco Bell's amazing. I live, I live yeah. in the, middle, I live in yeah. the middle of nowhere. We don't you got have, bacon money. We don't you got, got shit. You got bacon um, money. All right, so so here. so real quick, because uh, I don't want to derail, and I have a couple <laughs> questions that um, <laughs> I have a couple <laughs> questions that people have asked. Um, okay. Just to get through real quick. Uh, sure. so Nearest, uh, and Brofish kind of touched on this a little bit before, but Nearest, when you're talking about Discord, um, there was a question that, that somebody had asked before where I think now, and I could be wrong, Discord is looking at reevaluating partnership. What do you, what do you think about, there was a conversation about reevaluating partnership for Twitch partners also at, in like a six month or a one year thing. So Nearest, what, what are you, your thoughts on that? I think it's fair and and completely should be happening. Uh, I think if if a company is going to stand behind and endorse, like all of us have said here, uh, that I, it, okay, hang on, let me rephrase this. The weird part is, is if it's numbers driven, it, it's a and like what if I drop below seventy five average, should I lose thirty of my emote slots? Like that doesn't seem right. And, and like everybody has bad days with streaming. Like I said, I have friends that wouldn't qualify for partnership anymore that have been partnered for four years. So, yeah. and Brofish, you're touching on a great point because right yeah. now, and and I think this is this is where like it's just getting weird. Is you, you, if you are already a partner, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be based on your viewership. Like, right. Absolutely not. It should be. It could be based on revenue. Sure. And I, who knows? I'm on a subs, whatever. I don't know what that is or looks like or anything. But, but not based um, on CTV for sure. Right. But the but where where Discord has gone with it, it's based on um uh your number of uh communicators, weekly retention of new members. Yeah. It's, it's usage, uh, right? It's, it's, it's uh, a usage. It's basically role. just yeah, how so, involved your yeah, every day everybody's head. Discord's not always it's, popping, you know, like somebody's just quiet. Hey, preach, bro! I literally tweeted about it today. Like, yeah. I am qualified like, in excelling in literally every like, single fucking requirement except for active chat. Right. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Discord I'm partner right now. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it because it's, it's fifty eight weeks. unique. It's fifty unique chatters over one week, though. Right, but current partners are only getting looked at if you haven't retained it for an eight-week period. Right, so if but even even so, eight weeks isn't long enough for me to suddenly make 50 people talk in my Discord. My Discord I... has been consistent for, for two years. Like, I've been Discord partner for almost two years now. And, and I look at even, like, put it this way. I'll give you context. I'm in Discords from a lot of big partners. I'm in... Professor Broman's Discord, Gathalian's Discord, they don't have 50 active people per week, 50 unique people. It's all and, the and same. It's usually, it's usually a good 10 to 15. Right, but those are streamers that have thousands of average viewers that don't even meet the Discord partnership requirements. So and, kind, of, and, kind of going away from Discord, though, and more so the conversation would be more so what will your thoughts be? Like, are you com guys comfortable with that idea of Twitch kind of reevaluating, or is that something you should stay away from? Where it needs to be evaluated. What interaction can be measured to, you know, 
with Twitch, it's viewership. With Discord, it's active chatting. Like, what is the what is the engagement measurement that is reasonable for a platform to evaluate uh, what they consider a partner? I think Twitch needs to stop putting so much emphasis on CCV. I think that if you're going to reevaluate, I don't per personally like I. I get the idea of reevaluating the partner program every six months, but I think it should be on a, but here's the thing. If you want to have it on a case to case basis, there's no way to facilitate that. Like partnership applications take long enough as it is. Imagine a review process and imagine it being unbiased and imagine it depending on which staff member you get. Not to mention, they may not know your channel. They may not watch your channel. They may not know that you have something going on. They may not know like if you're going down like a variety path, like, there are streamers who I know that got partnered playing games that they can't play any longer due to motion sickness that would no longer be partnered under those requirements. And, but they're still making the same amount of, they're still making very much the same amount of money. So like, do they deserve to have all of their partnership perks that they've earned taken away because they have a bad month or a bad couple of months when they worked their butt off to earn that? And I, I guess it depends on your definition of whether or not you think that Twitch partnership is a job or is it an achievement? And I think that's that's where the disconnect is. That's a good but one. My I, question is what were the, what are they going to change it to? What what would make more sense than what makes sense now? What right. what would be the transition there? Because I like, can't think I of anything. Yeah, no, I don't. Probably, I know hundreds of people that wouldn't be partnered anymore. But there are only 50,000 partners out of millions of broadcasters that stream on Twitch every day. Why would you want to start suddenly like cutting more of that when it's still only one percent or less than one percent of broadcasters on the platform like they all that all i think that that would do in the long term is i think it's a lot of people who have been hitting the i see it from a lot of people who have hit the average but are getting denied for one reason or another who think oh these people are partnered so i'm mad that these people are partnered because they have 50 average viewers and i have 200 and i'm getting denied probably for like venting on twitter about getting denied for one thing because like if you're the person that gets denied and then immediately goes on a tirade you're probably not going to get partnered anytime soon because it's not a good look but <laughs> some people you know, don't do that on average viewers i think that everything should be taken into account how many unique chatters do you have in your in your stream are you having an engaged community because i totally understand it if they're like oh you have 50 average viewers but you have two chatters or you have you know 200 average viewers and like or you know like if if you have five viewers and all of them are talking i think that's i think that's very different but i think it also depends on your revenue are you bringing in a substantial amount of revenue for twitch to go hey we still think you're worth partnering because you lose like quite a bit like even my ad cpm is higher as a partner like mm. and know that if i had like a bad couple of months like put it this way People stress enough about the grind to getting partnership, making them stress more about it after the fact is only going to make their content worse. Well, what does Twitch gain if they start departnering people? They don't like, have what? that many partners. Like, it's 50,000 people out of millions of broadcasters. To my knowledge, there's nothing that Twitch gains from departnering people. The only thing that I, I could say that would take less revenue from them is if they started de-partnering people from premium contracts. That would be yep. the only thing, is is removing people's premium contracts. 
because so the average partnership contract average leave it alone affected by it got it but, well but, yeah i guess your, yeah. your partner that has a premium contract maybe is affected by it and and to my knowledge maybe partners under premium contract are held to that standard maybe they do have a chance to have their sub split renegotiated even down if they underperform we don't know because a lot of those premium contracts are under ndas so mm -hmm. it's possible that a partner like it's possible that a partner that has a say a 70 30 split could have a bad six months and twitch goes okay we're renegotiating your split down to and if that's in the contract that's that's how yeah, it goes totally fair. And that's and that's mm -hmm. That's I think fair, but I don't I don't know. But see, and then in, the, in that case, there's a contract already stipulating that right. in the average partner's contract. Tell me, they don't gain anything by right. saying, "Hey, you Are, lose your check mark." If anything, they lost viewership because the person could just leave and be like, "Eh, I don't want it anymore." Between you and me, we didn't have to sign anything else. We just accepted a tiny agreement that was about this long. Yep. When we when we went from partner to affiliate, it was a couple terms and conditions and an accept button and then we got it and it was pretty much the same terms and conditions like it wasn't anything that we didn't know that wasn't in our affiliate contract there were a few changes to like add cpm and a couple other things but realistically speaking we didn't have to sign a separate contract so it's like it, an addition to the existing contract oh, in, yeah, in a, yeah, an addendum yeah. whereas right? if you got a premium contract that would be another contract you would have to sign so so again, he, here's I, a I, I yeah. Here's a all this reminds me that I can't wait for a new platform to get introduced to contend with right. Twitch. I, I just if YouTube you do, if YouTube can fix their UI, that it would be such a, an amazing place to go. Great, man. Alt, Altair TV. Everybody should be paying attention to it right now. I, I, I am not affiliated or anything, but it's one of the former UI guys who worked on Twitch way back in the day. Alt. Altair.tv, A-L-T-A-I-R.tv. That dude is, he's, he, I, I, from what I've seen with their mission statement and everything, they're going to be making something great. So I just, I think if, if they don't, if, whatever, I just need, we need a contender. We need somebody else in the space to be doing better by creators. If Twitch yep. had like, um, and, and uh, Harris Heller had talked about this, Twitch 100% needs a discoverability feature where, you know, all the content you're getting these days is all at the tip of your finger, 30 seconds. You're just scrolling through TikToks and Instagrams. But if Twitch had like a way to browse through clips and then see a person's clips and then go to be able to look at their page and follow them, I think that yeah, would be something great because if, that near the end, they yeah. had clips featured on the carousel. Cause they Bro, need that I, I was, mm, no, please finish your thought. Cause then I want to tell you something. Yeah. Cause the, the problem with, with streaming, um, as it being live content is that one, you have to have somebody wait through a 30 second ad. And then you pretty much have about 15 seconds to grab their attention before they most likely get a leave. And so if you're not a hundred percent active at all times, it's very hard to grow on Twitch. So I think with that, that clip feature, it would be great because they can see you at that prime moment and be like, you know what, this is somebody I would want to check out and then yeah. give that follow. But since the fact that Twitch doesn't have that, you have no choice but to grow on other platforms to really be able to succeed uh, right. on Twitch. Twitter, you post a clip on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And Rocket, you wanted to... Rocket, yeah, I just want to add to that. So yes. for the longest time, and going back to what Nearest was saying, having a competitor. One of the reasons why I loved Mixer so much was because it was a competitor. 
it was helping shift the gaming space in that people were starting to do things elsewhere because they knew someone was actually taking it serious right away. Um, the website itself was creating different experiences for the average streaming session that weren't available elsewhere. There's a lot that's available to us now on Twitch because Mixer did it first. And I'm very happy about that kind of stuff. I love it. What I'm sad about is now that's gone. Now we don't have a competitor, a true competitor. And yours, I think you're right. That's healthy. That makes things better elsewhere. For the streaming site that you love, you don't want it to have the monopoly ever. You want it to be great. You want it to be big. But you want it to have competition because competition breeds innovation. For the longest time at Mixer, I was screaming and yelling about having a browsable clip section. Browsable clips, being able to showcase different partners of all different types, art, digital media, whatever, not necessarily purely gaming, music, whatever, being able to find them through a browsable clips section via keywords, via search, however they wanted to do it, being able to sort that search based on preferences, being able to see short snippets of like important parts of people's content is vital. One, to discoverability, and two, to longevity. If those two things are considered, and if that becomes something that's regular for a streaming website, then it starts to filter into other websites. I'm like, look, you can be on top of this. You can be at the front of the gate with this thing because no one's got it. This is what we need. Social team guy here, so not a lot of people took me seriously. But the point is, is that that kind of innovation does not exist right now. It's gone. There's nothing out there that's innovating right now. We have basically hit a, a, a plateau. There's nothing that's changing in terms of new advancement. And that's why I like stuff like Mixer so much at the time. It's gone now forever. Facebook, maybe, is they're messing with the old tech. I don't know if that's proprietary for Microsoft. I imagine it is. But there's no one out there leading the charge and changing things up. FTL, change streaming in in the space to down to the sub-second latency, which now we have low latency mode over here on Twitch. Love it. It's great. Thank you. Uh, Bits and and stuff paved the way for Embers and Sparks over on Mixer. But then Sparks took it to another level where you could turn that into actual money. Like, just watching free money out the door, right? Wasn't sustainable. Didn't work out. But it was innovative. The ability to create your own streaming experience based off of creating your own dashboard below your stream. Nobody was doing that stuff. I could give my player two controller on the screen that i programmed so all they had to do was plug their usb cable in grab their controller and play the game with me in real time Mm -hmm. no one's doing that stuff anymore all that innovation is gone so i'm sad about it i want to see that kind of competition come back 100 um i have a another question here kareem if you want to take this one uh naris would be good to hear from you too um so basically they're saying how there's certain places where you can apply for a partnership. Um, for example, uh, Advanced GG. They have four different types of requirements, um, and you just have to hit one. Do you guys think uh, that Twitch should have something along those lines where maybe you're not hitting the Twitch requirements, but if you're doing something somewhere else, example, Neris, which you're doing now with... Um, obviously the the infographs you're putting out and all the work you're doing and then Kareem with all the partnerships you're getting outside um do you guys think uh they should have programs like that where if you're not hitting those 
uh, Twitch requirements by hitting something else um, that you should be able to apply for partnership? And what do you think those kind of requirements uh, should look like or what you would like for it to look like? Um, it's, I see that it goes a lot towards, so this goes all the way back to um, applying for partner as established. There's no way, like their establishment when you're applying, there's no way to add extra things like pictures or anything like that. To, so you can know that you're sponsored by all of this stuff. They have to go to your channel and check. But when they go to your channel and they don't see all the metrics and all the numbers don't line up, they automatically hit you with the de with the deny. You you know, it just comes that way. But um, I would like for that to be an option. I think that would be, that would put a lot of smiles on up and coming streamers faces, give them hope and um, show them that you can open doors that are close to you that you're knocking outside of. Um, I still got to think about that a little bit more, so I'm going to pass the ball to Nearest real you're, quick. You're speaking just a mixer, though, right? Like the, the yes. transition, right? Yes, so yes. I, I'm curious as, as, as far as your ability to do what you've done, what and going back to what we were talking about earlier, just a little bit of, of knowing your worth versus entitlement, you know, like what you deserve as the, as the amount of work you're putting in, what in your mind was the point where you were like, or what, what were the metric, what were the things that you were able to substantiate and be like, no, I know I am worth this partnership and I'm going to go tap Logitech and I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do like, what was that like for you? I, I, I'm just curious personally. Um, for me, I got, um, I got a I got a DM from Zombie Kills, who's a, a great friend, awesome content creator. Uh, she told me, "Hey, I just got this uh, sponsorship with Logitech. Um, they're looking at new individuals. I shot your name out." So I was like, "You know what? Okay, I'm not partnered." I was like, "But let me shoot your shot." So what I did was I tracked down the emails and um, the twitters of people who um, ran the um, what are they? their social the social media managers of Logitech. And I DM'd them and I told them that like, hey, I gave them the rundown. I gave them uh, my metrics of what I've had before. Um, I basically told them I was just a good human being. And I was like, I would love to help your, um, help your uh, team grow in the best way I can moving forward and prevent you guys with professionalism, quality, and understanding and a crazy work ethic. Because you guys, like I stream nine hours a day. I'm pushing it. I might not always be on time, but I kill those nine hours. But, um, and they took a okay. chance with me. So I'm just like, I'm happy that they took a chance with me and you guys can do that. Like you guys can shoot, like, don't be afraid. Like if your email never gets opened or you, you don't hear anything back, that's great. You should be pushing five out 10, 20 a week. You should, because there's nobody on this planet that can tell you that your content is worth something. Cause you know how much work you put into it and you know how much you've, um, committed to the grind and to the craft of your stream and your community. So if you guys want something and you wanna do something, shoot them emails, show your work ethic, shoot them Twitter DMs, be polite. And the number one rule, don't be a fucking dick. Right. Yep. That's it. That's uh, it. Back to the original question. I, I think that would be, uh, I mean, it's up to each individual, uh, you know, business or whatever to, to you know, do what they want or whatever metric they feel is equal to who they want to be affiliated with. But um, I would love to see something like that personally. Uh, 
Right. I remember <clears throat> when I was going to apply for uh, a GCX uh, badge to, to go, mm. you know, a content creator badge. It was either like 10,000 Twitch followers or 10,000 YouTube followers. And I was like, I have 10,000 Twitter. I have 10,000 Insta. I got 50,000 on the website. But, you know, like there ain't no, there's no option for that. Like, so luckily I tweeted and both T-Rex and um, Broman were like, hey, shoot your shot, bro. Just, you know. Eat, yeah, just and they're send super great about that. Um, And, and I, didn't, I had no idea that T-Rex had actually knew how long I've been creating content that was cool and validating. But um, <laughs> my point is, is that like you... <laughs> There's so much, and, and I know the conversation tonight is about streaming. The issue is, is business right now in the video game market is all about video. Because video is, is you can see how many eyes are on it. You can monetize that shit. Um, even though I have metrics around every single bit of content I create on every single fucking channel I put it out on, it doesn't matter because nobody's looking for static content right now. Um, right. So I would love to see not only just a shift in the industry, but that shift as well, as far as partnership requirements that aren't as limiting to just video requirements, because there are a, a myriad of creators out there who are doing things outside of video like myself, but are supplementing their content with video. Um, so if that answers that at all i i, I hope no, that, was very, that, that was very great man that makes perfect sense yeah yeah. yeah everybody's looking for content that they can consume in a video form constantly especially with this pandemic going on and especially with people you know i think i think we've noticed from the stats that like Streamlabs and other places have put out that mm -hmm. the hours watched for streams have gone up tremendously since COVID 19 has started and I mean, Absolutely. obviously, that's probably not the case for static content, right? Because it's it's not something that you're actively consuming when you're bored, you know, right. or when you're I, out of work. Like I, um, people watch I, streams because they need something to do. But when I first came down here to uh, to Atlanta, because I'm I'm listening to to all of your points and I'm listening to everything that you guys are saying, and because <clears throat> I, I I know that I talk a lot, so I usually like give this mm -hmm. like portion where I'm dead silent and it looks like I'm not listening, but. Um, everything that you guys are saying is actually is 100% uh, correct because um, during when I first came down to uh, to Atlanta, um, I was looking for work and I was looking for work in most of my expertise, which is through streaming. I've learned um, communication skills. I've learned advertising. I've learned marketing, and that's something that I holistically put on my resume because I have evidence to show that I, I'm good at those things. Um, so one of the one of the um, one of the companies that I applied for had also expressed the exact same thing in terms of right now, um, video quality and the consumption of video quality is on the all time rise because of how just naturally how the generation is. Um, it's the same exact thing as why face to face interaction and face to face conversation is more impactful, <clears throat> more impactful than a video call. Mm -hmm. Someone would much rather like to look you in the eye and get the feel of characteristics that you have. Um, and it's, it's just something that's, it's, it's something that's incredibly important. It's something that's incredibly important. Um, I will, however, say that currently right now I am, I am preoccupied. Like I, I, my focus is gone. I'm watching Cobb one art because he just tweeted something saying that you're, you're going to, 
you you gotta see what I'm drawing. And I go to his channel and he's 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 fucking drawing Vegeta. <laughs> so I just I don't watch that, you know? So but yeah, I'm listening. You guys are one hundred percent spot on with everything that you say. Mm-hmm. Um I don't wanna hold everybody here for long, so I do I do wanna wrap it up here. Um one last question and then we'll kinda of go around the room. Uh, with a question with a shout out and again just say um who you are what you do where we can find you any big projects uh answer the question and then your shout out um i do want to thank you all for the conversation um it's very being a, a twitch streamer right now or being a streamer in general is, is a very difficult job to do um everybody kind of has their preferences of what they want to do and my one thing I always say to people is that during the good times and during the bad times, you just always want to make sure that you remember the sole reason why you wanted to do this in the first place uh, mm-hmm. to get that purity out um, and not to get so consumed by, by numbers because numbers, the society we live in now, uh, and it's not just Twitch, this is Instagram, Twitter, wherever it is, it's all driven by uh, numbers. And that's how people feel validated by how many likes they get and how many views and stuff like that. But that really doesn't define you as a person and it doesn't define you uh, for your content. Um, you know your worth and the people that do come in to watch you, uh, they're there because they know your worth also. So don't mm-hmm. feel uh, discouraged at all. But I want to thank you guys all. I uh, appreciate you. Um, we're going to go around uh, and answer uh, the question again, do a little call out here. Yeah. Um, so uh, my shout out for this week uh, is going to go, uh, to my wife. Um, she's been super amazing and super supportive. And when you're, when you're in this kind of industry, it's always good to have that one person that kind of has your back and can motivate you and support you and, and really can understand. And she's been so amazing, uh, and great throughout this, this whole thing of me, you know, making my schedule with, with work and then doing this, uh, on the side, she's been super patient. So having somebody like that is, uh, is definitely amazing and great. So I really want to say I appreciate her. Um, the question uh, would be, or really the piece of advice I would say that you guys would give to either, you know, affiliate, a partner, streamer, co- uh, content creators, just in general, um, just some advice you'd want to give out to them and and go from there. And then again, whoever you want to shout out. Um, Rocket, we'll, we'll start with you. Well, piece of advice i would say um just for the individual as a streamer uh enjoy what you do but know what it is you want to accomplish with what you're doing if you're here just for fun uh don't sweat the small stuff numbers don't worry about it if you're here to make a living out of it you need to take certain things into account you need to think about it strategically you need to make choices however again don't sweat it too much Sweat at the right amount. What I'm saying is, is those things matter if you want to make a, a real effective go at it. You do need to curate your content. You need to focus on things. You need to make informed decisions based around your content and then create that content in a way that's going to grow your channel. If you're here for the funsies, have fun. Enjoy yourself. Play what you love. Do what you want to do. If you're just starting out, pick something that you already enjoy and build a community around that. While doing either of those things, you can shift from one to the other. If you find that it's not important to you to do one thing, do what's important to you and make an informed decision. The most important thing is make an informed decision. 
ask people, talk to friends, reach out in discords, talk to people like Nagi, talk to people like Maru. They're going to give you insight on things that are important as to what it is you want to do with what you're doing in your streaming career. I would say overall, uh, do have fun, but keep in mind your end goal. If you're here just to enjoy yourself, don't sweat it. Enjoy yourself. Make a goal of it. Take your time. Um, shout out for me is going to be. Okay. There's someone who I know who's been extremely kind to me from the very beginning of my uh, viewership goal stretch here on Twitch uh, from the transition from Mixer to Twitch. Uh, it's Robotic Addy. I'd encourage you guys to spend some time with her. Amazing person. Uh, she's outstanding. She's been in my stream pretty much every single morning, having fun, chiming in, playing games with me, uh, doing whatever, just being a wonderful human. She's pushing for partnership, and she's going to get it. I'd encourage you to follow her, be there when she does it, and celebrate with her. Most importantly, celebrate each other. Take time to make other people smile, because you could be the best part of their day just because you were nice to them. Think about someone having a garbage day, right? Just a, a, a horrible day. No one's been nice to them. But you make them smile. You're officially the one person that made them smile that one day. And maybe you turned it around for them. You never know what's going on in other people's lives. So take time. Uh, you can find me Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturdays, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I usually wrap it up after about six or seven hours. And we have fun. Play a lot of Destiny. Always open lobbies. Probably some Fall Guys tomorrow with Bro Fish, I think. Uh, we're gonna have fun. I'm excited about it. I'm gonna get up early it. just for you. It's gonna be good. I can't wait. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I had a wonderful time, wonderful conversation, and happy to be here. Thank you guys. Appreciate you, Rocket. Thank you so much, uh, Brofish. So, this is awkward. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start by actually doubling down because RV stole who I was gonna shout out. So I'm just gonna put it out there, <laughs> double down right on robotic addy because she's we the whole theme of this is applying is partnership versus affiliate and all of that and addy is somebody who's applied for partnership and i haven't come across anyone like like it's just so like she's just so wholesome and so loved by the destiny community and you know you can definitely tell that again speaking on not just numbers but community outreach and just being involved in the community as qualification for partnership. Like she is bang on there. She is a voice in the community. People know her as this positive force. And I think that she deserves it so much. And so I want to send all of my good vibes to her as well. And um, as far as advice, um, you know, I think, I think a lot of it is very similar to what, to what Rocket Bear said. Like it, it's okay to have different priorities whether or not you're doing this for a full-time job or you're doing it for fun i think the important thing is to never lose sight regardless of why you start and how you start is to never lose sight of why you started like i think the biggest thing for me in the four and a half years i've been streaming is never lose sight of the fact that for me i started streaming to make friends playing destiny and in, in the time that I've been here, that hasn't really changed all that much. So yes, it's turned into a full-time job for me. Yes, it's turned into my sole income, but it really never changed from just wanting to play video games with buds and have a good time. And so, you know, I think it's just find something that you're passionate about, find a game that you love, and whether you choose to continue it as a hobby or whether or not you continue to 
go towards it as a career, the rest will follow as long as you're happy and the content that you're putting out is is good. So, um, and for those of you who want to watch me, you can find me Monday through Fridays, sometimes Saturdays and Sundays for bonus um, on twitch.tv slash brofishtv. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. It's it's great to be back and it's always, always a pleasure. pleasure. Always a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you, Brofish. Appreciate you. Mr. Neris, if you want to take it over. Uh, you know, I've been trying to think of this shout out all day. Uh, and you're going to make me do one. So uh, I'm going to be a little bit, I don't know if you want to call it selfish in mind, but I want to shout out um, Aaron Zabaran, who uh, helped create the version 2.0 of my bot. Because without that bot, my shit would not be anywhere near in the amount of discords that it is in or hitting the amount of communities that it does or or anything so that that dude really just he he, he just said hey can i help you no didn't want anything didn't you know nothing and just wanted to help the community the same way i do and uh and i thank him forever for that so uh, shout out to my guy who who helped create uh, a bot that is now in four thousand plus servers on Discord. So nice. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Aaron, for that. Um, and 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 you know, the advice that I could give uh, to anybody is just kind of echoes what Rocket Bear said: is just enjoy yourself. Uh, if you're getting into it because you have intentions, have a plan. But if you're not and you're just gaming and you know you're going to be gaming and you just want to hit the live button, just enjoy yourself and make sure you enjoy yourself. Um, and and that's, a, that's about all the advice that I can give. And, and just make sure you are, you're good. Just make sure you're good. Because if you're not good, don't hit the, don't hit the, don't. <laughs> just don't. It's going to be a wild time um, and, and you won't get much out of it, but but if you are, uh, go ahead and just and just do it and and keep doing it. And you might figure out your own way along the way, like I have. You know, sometimes you start out not not having a plan, and you just consistency kills competition. And if you can consistently do something and figure out your way along that way that you're doing it consistently, something might work out for you. So try it, see what happens. You know. And uh, thank you, boys, for for having me on again. Shout out to you guys for thinking of me the last minute here. Get me on here. I appreciate y'all. So appreciate you. Always, uh, always a pleasure. Yeah, always. always pleasure. And I uh, appreciate you again. I said it before, but I appreciate you uh, coming in with last minute with the clutch, uh, clutch save there. My my pleasure, my guys. Uh, Nearest.tv if you're looking for literally anything. All the infographics are there. Ways to follow on Twitter, Insta, Spotify, anime, anything. Just nearest.tv n-i-r-i-s.tv thank you guys again. awesome thank you man lovely Ooh. meeting all of you as well here thank you mr uh kareem Likewise, sir. oh shit you know how i do this hold on <laughs> standing at five foot ten inches tall oh my god it's the man the myth the legend <laughs> kareem cheese hold on <laughs> all right guys um i want to shout out uh miss cheese i love you you're my rock you take care of me 
you do anything for me. You've helped me so much along the way. You are so important in my life. And um, none of this would be possible without you. So I appreciate you and I love you so much. Thank you. Um, uh, my advice to give, um, always ask yourself, why not me? Because you are capable of doing anything you want. You are strong, you are beautiful, um, you are passionate, you are respectful, you are kind, you are cared for, and you fucking matter. Um, and uh, to sum it all up, I, I like to do these things quick, I'm sorry. But uh, you guys can follow me at twitch.tv slash Kareem Cheese. Um, I'm live every day, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Rocket Bear. Um, <laughs> also, uh, my Instagram and Twitter, Kareem Cheese GG. I love you guys. Uh, thank you so much, Mario. Thank you so much, um, Nagi, for bringing me on the show again. Uh, thank you so much, Rocket Bear. Thank you so much, Brofish, Nearest. Uh, it's been a great time, and I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate hey. you, dude. And no, you... last but not least, Prince Vegeta. Uh, is he clown? I'll be, I'll be trying to sound like I'll be trying to sound like Vegeta when I bomb myself. Just sound like um, I felt man. it. I felt it. I felt, felt, it. It. Yeah. felt it. You felt it. You felt it. I yeah. need to... The scouter. The scouter was was going off about your power level there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I gotta go. I have one. Goku's actually. the best character. Don't at me. Ooh. Oh God. No. Now we gotta go for another hour. Now we gotta go for another hour. Chat. Seriously. Here we <laughs> oh, go. Man. Rocket, you know what you've just done. Oh no. <laughs> oh. He left. He left. <laughs> he left. He left. <laughs> he said, fuck it. I love you so much. Just, I'm sorry. You just made him instant transmission out of here. <laughs> so that is the power of Ultra Instinct. Damn it. Damn it. Don't you ever. Don't you ever doubt my power. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, so my, my, my shadow, my shadow, are you okay? He's fucking <laughs> laughing too much. We broke bro fish. We broke bro fish. So, um, my, uh, my shout out today, um, actually goes to G1 because today was a experience that I had with, um, I actually am Zod, but you can't tell. I knew that. <laughs> but just know there's here somewhere. Anyway, so um, uh, I'm, 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 my shout out is going towards G1 because today was an experience that was absolutely um, inspirational, meaningful, and holistically uh, genuine to me that I don't think I've ever experienced uh, in, a, in a professional setting where there was more uh, more emotion felt towards the players, more felt towards the people involved rather than the business. And it's to the point where even when I go to work, because with Starbucks, you have a tendency of meeting new bosses, you have a tendency of meeting new coworkers consistently. Rotation in the field is common. And one thing that I always make sure to tell any boss that I meet the first day I meet them is, it's it's the exact same group of words. Hi, nice to meet you. My name is, you know, Cliff. I'm a shift supervisor here. I'm going to be your shift supervisor. Um, I show up on time. I bust my ass. And I don't give a fuck about a customer. 
I care more about my workers because my workers show up on time. I care more about the people behind this counter than I do the people in front of the counter because the people in front of the counter are here for a specific reason. They want what they want and I respect that. As individuals, of course, I respect and appreciate all people, but as customers, it's a different narrative and they don't care about the people behind the counters because they want what they want. I'm literally throughout this entire conversation, I'm pulling off dead skin off of my hand. I'm not sure if you guys can see that discoloration right about there, right about that area, right? I'm pulling off dead skin because I went through a severe burn from a customer throwing coffee on me. Um, so respecting the people that are in the field with you to push the narrative, to push the goal is something that I hold very dear to my heart. And <clears throat> today I experienced that I made a right choice signing to G1. So shout out to G1, shout out to Kenny, who's actually streaming right now. So we going to Kenny, we going to Kenny. I'm going to Kenny. No, but um, <laughs> shout out to G1. I, 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 I don't think, I don't think I made a mistake here in signing to this organization. We got some big things coming, big things planned. Um, I'm excited. You sound happy you. about I'm, it, dude. You sound I'm happy. happy for you, no. I'm excited for you. I'm, very, I'm happy for you, bro. That's that's definitely something that I coming from someone that because I remember my sore RC. My sore RC is still up on my YouTube channel. Um, and it shows not only my my dedication to content creation, my uh my variety ex, my variety experience in content creation. I've done countless podcasts, I've been on countless types of content collaborations with many people. I've done my own content, my own, I'm, y'all guys already know the self-taught, self-taught graphic artist, self-taught video editor, self-taught audio engineer. Um, I'm in a goddamn music video. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> like, I'm in an actual- I watched it. You watched it? I didn't it. know that. I watched why, it. Why, why can't I watch it? I watched it. Why, you not, why are you not showing me this stuff? I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'm getting it. Um, but yeah, it's, um. It's uh, it's definitely it's definitely a good thing that I've done thus far in terms of content, in terms of making a choice for the business. Signing to G One was a really good idea. It's a really good concept. Yeah, I'm posting. I'm posting. I'm posting. Awesome. Uh, again, so everybody's gonna watch this music video now. That's it. Now you're gonna you're gonna quit streaming and just be a music video artist, right? I mean, probably make a play. Make a play. <laughs> What's crazy is that, like the the concept of the the artist, because he's a rapper, he's a good friend of mine. The concept of the the video was like, listen, I want you to literally play yourself. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you have to motivate me through the entire video. I'm like, got it. I literally played myself. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Good dude. I can't wait to see it. I'm excited. Yeah, check it out. Um, but right. um, but yeah. So I just want to thank you all again. Appreciate you being on the show. Uh. Chat, if you're not following these amazing creators, give them a follow. Uh, follow them on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, everything they do. Go support. Um, anybody watching this video on YouTube, appreciate you guys uh, killing it with the views, killing it with uh, basically putting the word out on the filler and everything we do here. So I just want to say I appreciate you guys. Uh, appreciate you listening in if you're listening on um, Spotify, Apple, all those good podcast stuff. 